0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Beloved classic rock group REO Speedwagon rocks Jiffy Lube Live in Bristol, Virginia tonight. I spoke to longtime bass player Bruce Hall when the band played Warner Theatre in DC in 2015, breaking down their biggest hits like Roll With The Changes, Keep On Loving You, Take It On The Run, and Can't Fight This Feeling. Bruce, thanks for joining us. You bet, Jason. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, where are you joining us from? Where are you calling from? I'm down here in Orlando, Florida. I'm about
1: ready to go to the airport here soon and jump on a plane and head up that way. Yes. But we do love DC. I haven't been up we haven't been up to, to D C in a while. I mean that'll be a ball. I haven't I got some good friends that live up there. Try to act like tourists a little bit, you know, run around the mall and <laughs>
0: do things like that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you fit in great. There's a lot of those tourists around there. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. But uh, you joined the band back in, uh, was it, 77? Yeah, in January of
1: 1977. Long time ago. Yeah. I know. It's been, gosh, how many years is that now? It seems like it's about, what, almost 40.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Does the time does the time really fly? Does it sort of seem, you know, like yesterday you guys were forming?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, it seems like I, I easily can remember... Uh, the day when we first, well, the band was, I, the band was Champaign-Urbana. That's where we come from, Champaign-Urbana, wow, Illinois. Okay. And and the band, I wasn't in the band when I was just a kid. I was in band, but I, but I was just one of the local bands. And so was REO at the time. And this before the recording, before they actually made records. And they were starting to become very popular at the time. I remember on campus and everything uh, and, and selling out all the clubs and, when, when all the bands used to play it um, on the quad um, for all kinds of rallies, this or that, you know, it was, REO was always the biggest draw. So when they started recording, um, I thought, uh, there was my group started too. We started recording at the time. Uh, we all went to Connecticut. There was this guy in Connecticut that had us come up to his place and record. The band was a little bit different, um, it was more of a, an extended, jam band. Uh, Ario in the beginning had um, a lot of uh, songs that were um, it was kind of political. <laughs> yeah. A couple of songs are pretty political. And then and then there were a lot of sections in, in the songs that it wasn't real radio friendly at the time. Uh, the band was more um, it was good band definitely. But it right. was it was more FM kind of stuff and not right. so much AM radio friendly. Um, after a while after Kevin uh he was in the band for a little while and then left and came back he he and gary decided to um in order to continue to be successful they, they we needed to write songs that were more radio friendly so started doing that uh, a little bit getting rid of some of the extended jams in the middle of songs and just making songs that were a little bit uh, easier for radio to play. So that that was kind of a turning point, I, actually. That started in about nine just before I got in the band. And then the first album I did with the band was called You Can Tune a Piano But You Can't Tune Fish. And on that record, we had Roll to Changes and yeah. Time for Me to Fly and right. songs like that. And those were songs that got did pretty well for radio. And we still play those songs you know, at every concert.
0: And you can still hear them played on the radio today, my friend. Oh, yeah. Take me back to that moment when you know, you mentioned how you, the transition from sort of a jam band to a couple more radio friendly hits, and you know, roll, I guess you joined in like 77, and Roll With The Changes I think blew up in 78, I think. Um, take me back to that time when, you know, basically when you guys saw your popularity just skyrocket, what was that like to be driving around and all of a sudden you can hear your stuff on the radio? <laughs> well,
1: the, first, the the band started, like, they made their first album in 1971. Mm-hmm. Um, just titled R.U.S. Speedwagon, and um, it, d- it didn't have anything on it like we were talking about before that was like real radio fan friendly but mm-hmm. um, it, it was that's when the popularity of the band because then there were a lot of FM stations that started playing the, uh, the band's music uh, around campuses and stuff in the Midwest and what happened then is uh, they started was the first time we heard one of our songs I believe it was Roll the Changes on on AM radio was was out of St. Louis, KC Radio out of St. Louis, mm-hmm. and that that was pretty amazing actually. And so we that was our first time uh, actually making the charts uh, as far as AM radio airplay. The albums started after that uh, doing pretty well. I mean, there was uh, tuna fish record, and then came uh, what was next? Nine Lives, I think we had Nine Lives, and on that album we had. What was the single off that record? I can't remember exactly. Else. There was uh, Well, my song, Back on the Road, was on there. <laughs> but then we went and we did a thing called First Decade of Rock and Roll. So we we did a full two-album thing set that was uh, the history of the band up to that point. And then we, as when that came out, we didn't really have to record anything for that. So we were in the studio recording uh, the High Infidelity album And then we let that one out of the cage, and boy, it 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 went crazy. (laughs) That one went nuts. So we we jumped on that rocket and took off. uh, About every song on there was we heard on the radio. Um, So that's kind of what we started doing. We started writing, trying to write good songs that were that people could hear. You know, more people could hear on the radio, and um, we were lucky enough to on the high infidelity record we had about five singles off that album and
0: uh was that the one? number what? one. Was that the album with Can't Fight This Feeling or was that Keep On Loving You, Take It on the Run? Uh, Keep On Loving You, Take It
1: On the Run. Yeah, that that was all on there. In your letter, let's see what else was on there. Um but, most of those kind of songs. I it's hard to remember which albums we had what <laughs> songs <it> now <laughs> And we still write and record. It's of just that we have uh we have, we have a bunch of songs that we don't know we're not gonna just make another record and put it out there and let it just kind of get lost in the, in the turmoil of the record business now. Nobody seems to know what's happening as, as far as, well, especially with classic rock. I mean, we make records, but or we make, we still write lots of songs, but as far as for classic rock bands like us, that's what they call us, classic rock bands, mm-hmm. is um, there's not really a lot of avenues to follow anymore. Radio doesn't play our new stuff, they'll play our old stuff, Funny. But new stuff is a little more difficult, so we're just kind of we just keep writing and recording, and someday we'll know what to do with all this material laying around. <laughs>
0: you mentioned the you mentioned the you mentioned the classic rock band, quote unquote, um, but. I mean, speaking from personal experience, I mean, this is more my my parents' era. Was when you guys were blowing up, but but we li- but I listened to that all growing up with them, and so like, there's a new generation that follows this whole classic rock thing, and it is the music that they themselves grew up on, you know. So, um, talk about uh, right. just how how cool it is that the music can be sort of cross generational and timeless like that.
1: Yeah, it's that I find it to be honestly, it's a beautiful thing because of the fact that. Um, we thought we were doing something that was good. We thought we were writing songs that were good and recording them well and and, and playing live shows well. But it seemed like it was the first time in a generation. Uh, usually each generation that comes along takes music uh, by the horns and kind of wants to change it into something that's theirs. Um, I mean, that's kind of, we did it, you know, 50s rock was you know Elvis and all that got turned into right. you know Beatles and stones and all that and it was it was a little bit the same but not quite it wasn't quite the same but the generation of like the us we got to be lucky enough to, to where the parents uh would show it to the kids and the kids gobbled it up you know too and they would they still they were starting to experiment with their own um, idea of what was theirs as far as music but they embraced their parents music um. Still, and and we at our concerts, we see that we see all kinds of young people singing along with our songs. So it's not like they; it's just um, something that <laughs> that they uh, they didn't know about it before. it's like they grew up with this stuff too. So it the the new generation, you like you, <laughs> and uh, your parents, you actually had, you shared a lot of of of. Likes uh you, you both kind of loved the, the music of that time, and there's a that doesn't happen a lot you know music seems to be like my parents when I started making music uh and start starting to learn guitar, my own man he would go oh jesus that that's like <laughs> garbage he thought right. it was terrible and he was he was a sax man you know he played sax and clarinet and he had his own dixie band and right he just thought it was too loud and noise and all that
0: well so, we get the same pushback with a lot of the hip-hop stuff we love so it's okay there that, 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 that yeah it, it continues on and i'm sure you know i'm sure one day we'll be saying the same thing you know turn down that noise about some other oh, know, yeah. oh yeah metamorphosis of music you know so it, that's just the way it goes yeah I love it. That's what music is supposed to be though. It, it it
1: changes. It can change and it changes all the time. For each generation that wants to call
0: it its own, you know, entity. They
1: want it to be personal.
0: Exactly. But you I mean you it's mentioned cool. you mentioned sort of the you know, the history behind it. Um, if you had to trace Ario Speedwagon back to, you know, if you had to draw a line of, a, if you guys are sort of a direct descendant of a certain band, who do you think almost like influenced you guys that allowed your sound to even come around?
1: Well, that, that's kind of an interesting question. We were all influenced by, um, at the time, We uh, there was the British invasion came along, you know, that was the Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and the Who and all that. That's kind of... That was a big thing in our lives. We were all about the same age, um, you know, young, 13, 14, that sort of thing. And so everybody wanted to learn to play. And then after that, um, and where we come from, there's uh, a lot of country music too. A lot of country gets played through that area. So I think what happened is uh, it got mixed in a lot with uh, rock started, you know, country and it, this was before it now country and, and rock it actually sounds, I mean yeah. it's almost the same thing. Yeah.
0: Country today is more like a lot of that, you know, Southern Rock, Almond Brothers, Marshall Tucker, that kind of stuff. It's almost yeah. it's less Hank Williams twangy stuff and more like a Florida Georgia line. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's exactly right. But that back back when we were still developing there was it wasn't it wasn't so much of that it was more there was like a, it was more the Conway Twitty and uh, Tonky Hall and all these Loretta Lynn and you yeah, know those yeah. old kind of country songs and uh, so but though but they were they were great and people would you know we all knew these uh, for some oh, reason yeah. everybody kind of knew them.
0: You gotta love Conway you
1: know, you, Twitty. Uh, Conway is awesome. Yeah. All those guys were great. and. <laughs> and I mean that uh, country has always had a little spot in in rock. I mean, yeah. uh, Buddy Holly and the cricket Steve, they were like they had a lot of country influence. So mm-hmm. country always seemed to be right uh, in our neighborhood, and so I'm sure it it added flavors to things we were like taking on the run. We did song pumpkin. and that's that's been covered by country artists yeah. uh, today. So um, I'd like to think that uh, where we grew up, the fabric of the music scene was. There was a lot of, uh, and also U of I University of Illinois, Champaign had a, a lot of. There's a music school there. Jazz guys come anyway. So there's a lot of that too. Blues. There was Chicago yeah. with Chicago blues happening too. Yeah. So that all got incorporated into all of it. And, and I think it's kind of a the Midwest is a unique area for uh, for bands to begin because of all the country and blues and yeah. and just kind of folk. Even Danny Danny Foldberg came from around there, yeah. Peoria, so there's all that influence too. We we were just you know we just kind of went with whatever it was we came up with, uh, and it was that just happened to be what audio sound is. It's not something we thought about. It's just something we do. Well,
0: well <laughs> if you had to stop and thinking about it, it wouldn't have felt uh, authentic, you know. So I think you did it right. You you were right. just, you were just playing you. Um, let's, yeah, we
1: did uh, we did okay.
0: Definitely, and you mentioned Chicago, but um, you toured with the band Chicago last year, right?
1: Yeah, talking about a bunch of nice guys. They were they were fabulous. Um, they're great. They're they're like real musicians. <laughs> they can, <laughs> they read music and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as far as guys, they're 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 great. And touring with them was so much fun. We had a ball. We we did this cool thing at the end of every show where we we played. I think it was about six songs. if not eight songs together. Uh, we, we all, both bands, on stage at the same time. We we played on their songs. They played on our songs. Uh, it was fun. It was really fun.
0: Awesome. And just kind of <laughs> continuing our little uh, historical sure. arc analogy about you know bands that might have influenced you guys. Which ones today do you think you guys kind of fed into and and spawned off uh, that are around today? Is there any bands that you you dig on now? Oh wow.
1: Dave, Dave Grohl, and uh, the Boys and True Fighters, yeah. and they. Whenever we're all there's a place in LA where everybody rehearses. Uh, it's uh, called Sir. There's one called Sir. Another one called Nate's. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when some sometimes when we're over there rehearsing, they they all come filing in. They just sit down, like play a song, play us Riding the storm out. We want to hear Ride the storm out. We <laughs> <laughs> so we'll play Riding the storm out. Nice. <laughs> so I think we influence. Uh, we influence bands just sometimes with, I, I don't know if it's the music so much as it's just the fact that we love our what we do and we've been doing it for a while. So mm-hmm. I think they just want to see if they can find that. They're kind of everybody's looking for, you know, how did you guys actually do this for so long? <laughs> and we're going, I we never really think about it. it we just, you know, right. you have to, we just kind of love what we do.
0: Is it still a thrill even after all these years still touring the country? Oh, you bet it's still it's still after all these years I gotta admit it's
1: i I can't imagine having done anything else that would have been this rewarding. It's just every time you get on stage and it's actually it feels like you're playing for a bunch of friend everywhere we go now. It's like right. uh, some people we've seen lots of times out there, other times we'll see people for the first time, but they're singing our song, so they it seems like. We're friends already, you know. They, so it just is, uh, being, be, music and traveling around in a band, I would, I would say for anyone, to if they had a chance to do it, they should try it, even if they're older. I think it's, it's probably the best job in the entire whole world. <laughs>
0: it's got to be the best job anyone could have. I mean, obviously, you know, grueling road schedule and all that, but, I mean, to step out on that stage, man, that's got to be incredible.
1: Traveling isn't so bad. I mean, really, we have we travel in these nice luxury buses, <laughs> and you know it's yeah. it's it's great. So we it's it becomes like your home away from home. Everything you need is right there, and yeah. and it's a great way to travel down the road and get around. I mean, flying is okay. We used to have a plane, but you know it's kind of like then you don't get a touch base with like many people. Like a lot of times, we get all excited about. Stopping at Truck Stop. Right, yeah. <laughs> we were, truck Stop. Oh, we, so, yeah, we are going there just buy things we don't really need. Um, <laughs> but they have great old record collections in there, usually these yeah. compilations. We always do that. Yeah. There's, yeah. S-
0: there's something about just on the side of the road, grab that cup of coffee. It just makes you feel alive, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun, you know. That's right. And and you know, there's something to be said about it. It's hard, I know, for most folks to get up in the morning and go. Oh, I got go to go work. I got to go do this thing. I really don't want to do, and just because I got to have the cash to pay for this and that. So this, I've never had to go through that. I've been lucky enough that I've been doing this all my life. So I don't think um, I, I just I can't relate to that too well. Um, you know, I, I feel for folks who have to get up. And, and go to work every day and they hate their job. That must be terrible.
0: Right. Yeah, you get to go do something you love every day. Hey, um before you go, um I just wanted to know, like as as the basis for this group, is there certain Song that you look forward to playing to the most on stage. I mean, I know it's got to be a different answer. Say, if you're the vocalist or or lead guitar or even drums. I'm sure you all have your own little personal favorite uh, segments that you do in your show each time. But what what do you look forward to most as bassist? Is there a part that really gets?
1: Well, sure. The, uh, the song that I honestly like to play uh, the most. And people have asked me this before. I like "Time for Me to Fly." I like that song a lot. I mean, it's. Uh, it's just some I mean it's not hard the the bass part's pretty simple really. And the and but it's uh and for uh, it's, it's Kevin wrote that song um gosh I don't know how many years ago. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was on Time for Me to Fly, was that on the I think that was on You can Sing Canton Fish. And uh so that was nineteen seventy eight. But the song is <laughs> it seems it's a love song but it's not a love song. It's about Putting up with somebody, just discovering the fact that I, I, I think it's time for me I to go. You know, right. I got I got to go. <laughs> I can't take it
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee lots of people will relate to that one.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, when we sing it every night, it's people, they stand up and they go, whoa. As soon as Kevin starts playing, the can talk Because, yeah, everybody goes through the heartbreak of love, you know, falling in love and then having it fall apart and finally just going, admitting it to yourself that, you know,
0: it's time for me to go. People breaking up right in the middle of your concert, man. See, come on. <laughs>
1: Let's <laughs> well, hope that's not
0: happening. No, you got, you have plenty of songs that promote the the more positive side of that too. You know that. Yeah, falling we
1: in do. Love we the so. changes. To get, yeah, again, I can't fight feeling feelings. All about being friends with some, a lady, keep or on lady loving you. Or I mean, with a guy on, or, keep or, on, keep, on, yeah. yeah, those are all. And in fact, people say they use those uh, in their weddings and things like that. So. That's that's pretty amazing stuff, when they choose your song for the most important day of their life, you
0: know? Yeah, that's one of the biggest honors there's got to be. Um, We talked about how much you love getting on the road, so let's let you get on the road. Yeah,
1: it's time. In fact, I'm just about ready to leave for the airport here. All right, well. uh, We're going up to Washington, D.C. tonight.
0: Well, have a safe flight. We really appreciate you taking the time, especially as you're heading out the door. Thanks so much for calling in. You betcha.